0: Bottles that you think are good. I have a small winner. And other, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> you're about to. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> you're about to find out. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of That Reload Podcast. I have sitting across from me, as always, Chef Jeremy. Meh. Across from him is a pit master and producer, Mr. Matt Farr. Levels, levels. And last but not least, a sweet and sassy, sometimes salty, only chick on the episode, Miss Stacy.
1: Hey, guys, but where'd the fancy, cool music go for me? <laughs> Out <laughs> I wanted to feel like a badass. I will,
0: uh, we might have to look into uh, extending that a little bit, but the, what I put I've together- that before. Didn't, uh, didn't last very long. Welcome to 2021. Still razzing my ass. So, <laughs> we got a great episode for you guys today. A lot of catch-up. That's basically what this episode is going to be. We took a, a week off, and through the holidays and whatnot, and- We've got some pretty cool stories to get through. Some things that have happened to <laughs> all great, of
1: us. Some great things going on. Yeah,
0: and some cool shit that we've uh, we've cooked and stuff as well. So let's get uh, let's jump right into this jazz. Tell me about uh, you guys. What have you uh, all been up to since we've been off, Mr. Matt? the
2: big, The biggest thing that happened to me was so I think it was like Christmas Eve. And we've got a uh, camera system around our house that automatically notifies our phones anytime it sees any, like, significant movement or, like, when it sees a person. And I think it was at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning, uh, my wife, Julie, who is actually joining us to to help tell this story because she's a much better storyteller than I am. She wakes up and gets a notification from our camera, and uh, she pulls up the app, and it's just a still. Oh, oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead.
3: I was already awake because our... Two-month-old was halfway crying, so I ran into her room to put the pacifier in her mouth to try and get her back to sleep before she really woke up. Shut your mouth, kid. So I was awake in the bed, and I get the alert on my phone, so I check it when normally I would have never heard it. And it says motion detected on the front door. (gasps) Thought it was probably a neighborhood cat. Normally is. So I open the app, and the app shows a still of the picture, and it is a person Crouched down by our front door, I'm like, Matt, get up, get up! There's somebody on the front porch. There's a man. Yeah, on the front yeah. Porch. She starts
2: nudging me, and she's like, "There is somebody flipping up the the front porch, like our uh, welcome mat, looking for a key to try to break in."
3: <gasps> That's what it looked like, because there was a man crouched down. At the welcome mat, and so I assumed he was looking for keys on people's front porches. Yeah.
2: So I should say the way that this this camera system works, it shows you the still, but then it takes like thirty seconds for the actual video to pull up, so you can see what's happening. <laughs> so you just get like a quick clip of you're already dead, a strange man, and it's in the middle of the night. You know, it's in the so at four four a.m. and I'm I'm woken up out of a dead sleep, and Julie says, "I'm calling the cops. Go go check out the front porch. Turn the lights on, so he knows that we know he's out there." And yeah. So I go and turn on the lights, uh, and she's like, "Go get your gun! Go get your gun!" So I sleep with a firearm on on my bedside locked because up, locked up. yeah, it's it's locked up. It's a uh, um, because I'm a red blooded American. That's yeah, what I'm supposed to do, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Popped it open uh, and uh, went and looked, and by the time I got out there, of course, there was no sign of any strange man, no vehicles or anything. I should say it was also monsooning at the time, so and, and it was freezing cold. Uh, so, Julie, while I'm out there, like, scoping out the front porch, has called the police. So, like, you actually dialed 911, right?
3: Yeah. yeah. So, I told the dispatch what I saw. They asked me if it was a man or a woman. I said, I think it's a man. They asked what they're wearing. <laughs> I'm think. like, well, it's nighttime, but it looks like, like, a light shirt and pants. And it looks like they're been over at the front porch. I was like, they're not at our house anymore because we've turned on the light and opened the door, but I want to make sure that they're not, like— Go into other people's houses since we don't keep a key on our under our front mat. Like there's nothing out there. So the cops were on the way. Yeah.
2: So so then I uh, finally got the video to load and I saw this man it quickly dropping a box <laughs> off and then turning around and running off our porch. <laughs>
4: And I hey, you like, uh, uh, on a to- second? Totally unrelated, um, but on that same day, my family and I got up at like 2 a.m. to drive down to Florida, and right around that time, 4, 4.30, we were passing through Chattanooga, and I I dropped off a bottle of bourbon for a really good friend at his front door, thinking that he'd be asleep because his child sleeps so well, and yeah. uh, I almost got murdered that night. That's so yeah. weird that that happened to both of us at the same time. Um, so, just a crazy coincidence. Finally, the video
2: loads, and I was like, is that Jeremy? <laughs> like, what in the world would Jeremy? No, no,
3: no. Who lives an hour and a half away? First, first, he before he gets the full video to load, he looks at the front porch, and he's like, there's a packet. like there's a Christmas present out here, and he brings it in the house, and I'm like, put it back outside. It could be a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> there's no name on it. There's no tag. Like, it's got, got coronavirus back. on it.
2: Yeah, (laughs) That's right. I forgot about that. So I was all ready to open it. And then I remembered that uh, Rabbit Hole Bourbon is doing this thing where they're sending bottles of bourbon out to certain influencers on Instagram and then also giving them a bottle to give away. It's like the Give the Gift of Bourbon campaign. Mm -hmm. And then I I started to put two and two together at that point.
3: You go, it looks like Jeremy. Why would Jeremy be? And I was like, because they're going to Florida for Christmas, and it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> like, I realized it that way. Ding, ding, ding. But, but really, at like four in the
1: morning, you're not but expecting listen, one of your best friends to be on the porch when they live an hour and a half away.
2: As we're figuring all this out, the cops are still on their way to, the, to our house. <laughs> oh, geez. Like, we had already called 911. So, so
3: I, I did call them back, and I told the dispatch what had happened, and I explained everything, and she... Had a good laugh from it, but she did say, "I would have definitely called nine one one two. You did the right thing. I will notify the officer and like get rid of the call." <laughs> oh, so that's my the story gosh. about how
2: we almost killed Jeremy in the middle of the night.
3: Rabbit hole is about to get people killed up in no, here, no.
4: <laughs> and like. I'm like five, 10 minutes down the road. I get a text from Matt. He's like, Hey, did you, were you just at my house? I was like, haha. Yeah. I dropped off a bottle of bourbon. I shot you a message on IG. Cause I didn't want to wake you up or anything. He's like, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I have my gun out and Julie called the police and everything. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I almost shot you, bro. <laughs> So Matt, did hindsight, you I should I should have shot Julia a message to let her know I was coming. Uh, the general there to that I apologize, very Can we sorry. Stop to shot.
3: Like the the <laughs> funny thing is, then after that, him and I are just wide awake, sitting on the couch, waiting for Harper to wake up to need to eat, and she slept for like another hour, and we're just sitting there awake the middle of the night.
1: <laughs> Please tell me you cracked that bottle of bourbon up and had a dram at that
2: point. I I'm, I haven't yet because I'm saving it for Dram January, and we'll get into that a little bit later, right? But, Dane, right.
1: you guys deserved a pour after that stress. Like, Joel would have been out there in his underwear and, like, no shoes. And- hey!
2: <laughs> I, I was. I was because I sleep in my underwear, so That's I was, like, right. out, he there was out there scoping the place down. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt was walking out like, who, motherfucker, gonna come on my porch? Yeah. Mother croissant. Mother croissant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you croissant. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Oh, so, my gosh. Like,
0: who would have thought that it would have turned out that way? Shoot. That's yeah. hilarious. I know Certainly not me. And Jeremy was so excited. He <laughs> said, I'm going to surprise them. Yeah. Yeah, you did, bro. Because yeah. we knew he was coming down there. I didn't know this crap was going to happen. I never even yeah. thought
1: about that with the ring cameras. And- <laughs>
4: Well, I figured like, like, cause you guys had said, uh, BTAC is sleeping so well right now that like you would wake up in the morning, you'd see a funny video, me dropping it off. And like, it was like monsooning. Cause I was going to take a little like Instagram story, but I was in like, you know, tag you in it. So you saw it and everything, yeah. but it was, it was monsooning out and I was like, eh, whatever. So I just dropped it off and
1: left. <laughs> Did you call her BTAC?
0: Yeah. I just noticed that.
4: Oh, you guys picked up on that? Is she, yeah. Is she Harper allocated? Well, no. Uh, so Noah Cheek and I were talking the other day and, uh, there was someone in like India who named their child Google and Google sent them like a a present or something. And we're like, man, Matt really missed it. He should have named Harper BTAC, you know, hope (laughs) for the best
2: to score some allocated bourbon.
4: So we're we're just going to call our BTAC from now on hoping uh, you know, maybe it'll work out. I like, let's name
1: our kid Duke. (laughs)
4: yeah dukes would be good Mm -hmm.
1: we are actually going to talk about dukes later
4: alright so like you're pregnant and you're having a duke oh heck
1: no no babies no no more babies here
0: nope she's cauterized so Jeremy (laughs) let's just transfer (laughs) a little segue right into you how was your trip to Florida yeah did you make
1: it safely Oh,
4: yeah, yeah. I mean, opposed to almost getting murdered um, and driving three hours in a monsoon. Uh, it was a fantastic trip, you know, driving uh, straight through uh, 600 miles with two toddlers in the back. I mean, what more fun could you ask for on Christmas mm, Eve, you know? Sounds- you know, just a great time. No, but we we have a bunch of family down in Florida, so we went down there, stayed for about a week and a half with my mom and stuff. I uh, just had a real chill trip, hung out, cooked. Nothing crazy. I
0: heard them, uh, them Flor- Floridians, uh, they... uh. Really like to wear masks down there. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. You know, huge masks, (laughs) lots of, lots
4: of masks. No, it was pretty funny. Uh, The minute you cross like the Georgia, Florida border, there's like not to get political, but there's a literally a Trump sign every like half a mile on the side of the road. Like it's, it's absolutely hilarious down there. (laughs) Wow.
0: So now uh, I will say that you uh, hit all of us up and you were at some hole in the wall, Liquor
2: store, honey, honey hole in the wall, honey hole in the wall. Yes. You found
0: some in my, lo- really good like finds. my
4: hometown there, uh, Florida is ABC. I don't know if it's ABC controlled, but there's a lot of ABCs down there. So I went to the ABC, nothing. Um, but then I found this little podunk store on the other side of town and, uh, the dude had everything you could imagine on the shelves. I mean, he had George T. Staggs. He had, uh, old Forrester 14s, um, Thomas Handy, all marked secondary prices. So they were crazy. The dude kno- knew enough to be dangerous to market stuff, but he didn't know like the good sleeper stuff. Yeah. He had Knob hmm. Creek 12 year just about at retail. He had um, a couple Heaven Hill bottles and Bond. He had um, a really old uh, Booker's that I, I snagged for you, Joel, um, a 1902 so, or
0: something. It's called um, it's the Shiny Barrel Batch. I've yeah. Never, I've never even heard of it.
4: Yeah, uh, he, he had all these dusties sitting on the shelf that he didn't really know what he had, so I was able to snag up a bunch of good stuff.
1: The Jack Daniels barrel proofs.
4: Yes, I, I grabbed three of them, so, um, you know, and you can't find those anywhere in Tennessee. So dude, At a great price. Uh,
0: Christmas Eve, I guess it was Christmas Eve, yeah. I um, No, the day before that, the day before Christmas Eve, I drove to like four liquor stores just looking for some Jack Daniels barrel proof. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean sixty four ninety nine among, among some other things, and it's that's retail. It's, couldn't find it anywhere, and you, and it's you just found, as good as two hundred dollar bottles. But you found three mm-hmm. bottles of it because you got one for yourself, and you got two for me.
4: Yeah, and I, I ended up seeing more on the trip, but I was like, I, I
0: don't think we need any more than three bottles. I can't. That's <laughs> crazy, dude. That that's a that's a bottle. A little right goes there. a long way. That's a bottle right yes. there. That uh next year the year after it's going to be allocated it's going to be really hard to find it's-
1: i like it though because i like having a few in the our back pocket too because like you know when we get, when we get together and we have some pours or I, I plan on taking one trip uh to our camping trip and yeah um you don't feel like you have to ration it out as much 100%
4: So, yeah, I'll I'll probably sit on mine for a little bit because I'm not super into high proofers yet, but I had that little pour at your house and that was enough to convince me that I needed a bottle. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And I'll tell you, definitely add water.
0: I tell you that that's one of the only bourbons that I actually enjoy putting water. I'm actually starting to get into that more. I actually Mm -hmm. putting a few drops of water. I used to be like, nah, don't taint it.
1: Because you still get that good (laughs) high proof flavor, but it just kind of. Tones that just tones it down just
0: to smack. And I don't want to go down a rabbit hole with this, but it does. Like those high proof bourbons, it really will blossom them out. Where if when you'll take a sip and be like, you know, "Ah, it's burning you up. You throw a few uh, drops of water in there, and it's like it's just ha.
1: Well, something that we on Christmas Eve, you know, we have a sous vide ourselves, and we've only used it a couple times. It's something that we're still um, dabbling with. But um, hold on,
4: who's used your sous vide a couple times? You have. Yeah, I've Okay. Said, I, Just wanted to clarify I that. Have said we.
1: I have, I have,
4: we was we, involved.
1: We. I have opened up the app and said it. So, I mean, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Um, and, and I didn't actually do the cooking on this one, but we brought the, the sous vide over to his parents' house. Well, with sous
0: vide, is a really, is a is really, a. a are you really cooking? I mean,
1: we brought the vacuum sealer and everything. Set
0: a, you said it to a. You you put the sh- stuff in the bag. You said it to a temp, and
4: that's it. You walk. Yeah, away. so
1: we did beef tenderloin. Hey, I,
4: I wouldn't go too far down that road, Joel. Being a pellet guy like you are, yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, mm. that's what the, that's what the bad hand too. For those of us, those of you at home, Joel just threw me a croissant.
0: Yep, mm-hmm. A big one, <laughs> the buttery croissant. <laughs> croissant.
1: But I'm gonna tell you, so when his sister said, "You know, I want to do the beef tenderloin sous vide for Christmas Eve," Joel and I were kind of like, know. "You know, no, it's just gonna be soggy, and it's just whatever." Holy crap! I mean, it was so amazing. So, my, so delicious.
0: My mom, you know, they, my, my mom and dad don't do very much cooking anymore, but they do good grill from time to time. And my mom recently, probably about, I guess, a little less than a year um, ago, uh, bought a brand new Weber um, propane grill. And that sucker gets hot. Um, I know like a lot of propane grills that I've worked on that don't, don't get that hot, but this thing, it got hot. So once we, once we pop that, tenderloin out i went out i had that thing cranked up for probably about 15 minutes just letting it get up there and uh i seared that whole beef tenderloin on that thing and it it was it was fire very very good
4: being the uh year of sauce for you joel did you make any sauce or anything to uh, accompany the tenderloin did not sir
1: yes i did you made a sauce i did i made a creamy horseradish oh. so used mm. um some sour cream some dukes not. uh lemon juice I, Absol- know,
0: I did not even know you made that.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. I just really put it over the edge. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah, fresh um, the horseradish, oh, yeah. prepared horseradish. Um, it's classic
0: it was, with the big beef roast. Yeah. I'm uh, not gonna, it was not gonna so lie, amazing. I got a little overserved on on Christmas Eve.
2: <laughs>
0: so you don't really remember what? <laughs> I mean,
3: oh, on.
1: no, no. Let's talk about Christmas Eve night, <laughs> uh, Santa Claus. Santa
4: Santa He's talking about that 130-proofer. Huh? You've been talking about that bottle one hundred and thirty proof Jack Daniels you've been sipping on, so Jesus yeah. God.
1: Santa
0: Claus was so sawing okay, logs listen, in the recliner. I, was, while... I had a uh, I had an amazing Christmas. Okay, like this is one for the record books for me with the, all the snow that we got and everything, and actually finally getting together with family for like the first time in forever. Like having a group of people around, like that was it was just. I didn't care about like the, the presents or anything like that. Just being with my family was great. So, Christmas Eve morning, my mom generally cooks a big old breakfast and we all go over there, we eat breakfast, you drink mimosas, yada, yada. So, I ate a, a, a decent breakfast, but man, but this was like almost like a brunch, almost. And, uh, but I started drinking mimosas and then some beers and then got into the bourbon and it just, and I didn't have a whole bunch to eat, I don't guess, because it caught up to me quick. Yeah,
1: you didn't have my cream sauce.
0: No, I didn't, but I, uh, so when we got home, dude, (laughs) guys, don't go there.
1: (laughs) No cream sauce.
0: Stacy didn't get any, (laughs) but no, when we got home, dude, I like, I was, I get migraines from time to time and I, I didn't, I I forgot to drink coffee that day. So I had no caffeine Uh, the And I will say,
1: so like certain things trigger his migraines and it is, no caffeine, and it's like weather systems. Well, you know, we got hit with snow, um, so that I mean, it was just a recipe for disaster.
0: Anyway, I, I'm I'm out, dude. I got fricking towel of towel over my face. I'm just out. You know, Stacy's like <laughs> trying to get Christmas together, and I I, I wake up about midnight, and yeah, look at this.
3: <laughs> we'll have to post that to the TRP page
0: yep that's, that's me yeah. good. out Stacy.
4: when you take pictures like that you're supposed to throw an empty ice cream carton in there with it
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. comatose <laughs> but no dude I, I woke I came out I came back out of my coma and about midnight 1230 something like that mm-hmm. and I powered through and we got the shit done and Christmas was saved so
1: yeah it was saved until I got on uh, Jace's hoverboard oh my
0: god so <laughs> oh, did you eat so, it Oh, dude, uh, we got we got a video. Okay. We got one. We have a video. We're gonna to post to the TRP page. We have a video of, me, of Joel of me trying to ride that shit. And two, Stacy decides she's gonna get brave. Yeah. we're all upstairs. Okay, yeah. Me and so
1: you guys know, I always say, you know, like before kids, I used to be an athlete and all this, and I just think that I can do way more <laughs> than what I can now because I'm just not in shape anymore. And so they're all upstairs, and I swear I felt like Ralphie from the Christmas Story because when this finally happened, I was trying to think of how can I. Hide this like that I just really just injured myself badly but I couldn't <laughs> the couch so I busted ass the couch was like pushed like almost against the wall you've and seen our
0: couch Jeremy it's, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. She's like, took four s- feet off the wall I
1: yeah. hit so hard and like so then like maybe 30 minutes later I'm limping um, I had the A bruise this big on my arm, a busted up elbow.
0: It looks like I beat her ass. Like, you know, grabbed her shook her a whole bunch. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, I mean, even through the night, it was waking me up. I felt like I'd been in a car wreck. I mean, I... There's two things I regret in my life, and it was getting on that hoverboard and riding a mechanical bull. So...
2: (laughs) 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 This is what happens when you play with your kids' toys before you give them to them.
1: (laughs) This was after I gave it to them, but...
2: Yeah, okay. (laughs) No, it it
0: was after, but the... uh, it was, she, I mean, she was totally wrecked. And I came downstairs and she goes, I did a bad thing. I'm like, what? What's wrong with you? And she's like, I fell on the hoverboard.
1: <laughs> I want to ride that thing so bad, but I, I have such a, a legitimate fear at this point.
0: It's, it was a God smack because she laughed at me when I ate shit on the oh, hoverboard. Oh yeah, yes. we've got
1: we've got it on video. We'll have to share that with you guys. But we we picked ourselves up, dusted ourselves off and we had delicious Christmas brisket. Oh yeah.
0: Did it, I did, it was a good job on the brisket. We reenacted you, the... Did, go ahead. Did you do... You did overnight brisket,
4: like, starting mm-hmm. on the 24th? Mm-hmm. It was nice. actually
1: about nice. an 18-hour cook this time.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. So, yeah. Um, which you got to think we were muscling... We, it, yeah, it was cold as, as crap, but the the camp chef just hung its temperature the whole time. That was weird. Like No blanket on the camp chef. You know, we're talking 19, 20 degrees, and... It was just, it held its temperature the whole time.
0: Yeah, I really thought that, I, I mean, I, at our old house, we were up on that deck and we caught a lot of wind. I was like, I, you know, sometimes these pellet girls, they won't hold their temp because they're not insulated very well. You know, it's not, they're thin mm-hmm. metal. Um, but that sucker dude and that, in those, you know, cold in the teens, it, it held its temp the whole freaking night. What's up?
2: I wonder if by being colder, it forced it to feed more pellets into the fire pot and then got you a better smoke flavor in the end. Maybe you know.
3: I it mean, was yeah.
0: awesome because the, the smoke ring was the le- smoke ring was like was legit. I mean, it was every bit of what we had um, last time we did a brisket. Except I put the probe in the flat, not the big part, so I didn't have it. Wasn't as overdone. Now, you did you test over over. the whole
4: repeatedly? Yeah. over and over
0: and over until oh, good I, until oh, good. I felt good. satisfied. proper technique Mm -hmm. so well let's take a break and when we get back on the other side we got some more stuff we're gonna be talking about we're gonna get into New Year's Eve and some other things that we've uh, (laughs) accomplished after Christmas so stick around guys we'll see you after the break
4: Welcome back guys, Uh, to kind of End out our Christmas celebrations and everything. Uh, we talked about the eventful trip I had down to Florida um, where Matt almost murdered me uh, for the gift of bourbon. And uh, on my way back, I had almost as fun of a time. Uh, they just opened something in Georgia that was really awesome. It's like just south of Macon. It's the only one in Georgia, something big out of Texas. It's a Bucky's gas station. Have you guys ever been to one of these? A gas no, station?
1: I've always wanted to. Yes, and a and- gas
4: station. Have you been to a gas station before, Joel? I have. Yeah. Yes. No, everybody oh, cool. swears Tournotes. by
1: them. Everybody swears <laughs> by these things. And I've actually had customers reach out and say, you got to get into Bucky's.
2: Matt, you said you've been to one like out West? Yeah. When we did that big road trip out to California, you said they were in Texas. And I think that we stopped- at them through Texas, just because there's long mm-hmm. stretches of road where there's almost nothing, especially out yeah. in West Texas, and so when you come across a Bucky's, it's a it's a pretty big deal. It's an it's it's an Ocracoke experience. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
4: <laughs> um, for those of you guys at home who have never seen a Bucky's before in real life, it is magical. What? I'm talking like over a hundred gas pumps at this wow. one, gas yeah, station. It's massive. Uh, the inside, I mean, like, think like a small Target or something. They got like a cafeteria with like workers making food fresh. They got like a huge coffee bar. They got like a home goods section. Like I, I've seen pictures of Bucky's that sell pit barrels and they have grilling sections. I mean, like they're legit. Pick up your charcoal there. Like every anything you can imagine that's like Texas,
0: like this place has. So incredible this an incredible spot. This isn't just like, it's ain't Waggles selling meat, selling the tornados and corn. Dogs. This is this is like, a, you, like a store you can probably that sells get gas. a turn out of there, but like it's a lot nicer. It's you wouldn't really
1: want to stop nicer. there because I'd be like buying end tables and <laughs>
4: yes, yeah, <Stop>. new furniture <laughs> for the house the yeah. gas station. <laughs> We we were coming back, uh, uh, we're about halfway back, uh, make it like the halfway point for us. And so like the kids were still kind of asleep and stuff filled with gas and like, I didn't spend too long in there, like in the home goods area and stuff. But like, it was it was really a sight. I mean, like the restrooms were nicer than like some like five star hotels that I've been in before. Like they were amazing.
0: They have a home goods section.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like near like the grills and everything. Like like this place, like I'm, I'm I'm saying like think like a big box store. Like that's the size of this thing. Like it's big, big. This is not a gas station. This is a big box store that happens to sell gas. No, no. Like there's no, there's not like parking and stuff. Like, it, like, the, like this huge store and then gas pumps are wrapped around the whole thing. And it's just like lines of gas pumps. So like you'll never wait for gas there. It's incredible. So are
0: you telling me you have
4: to,
0: you have to park at the gas pump?
4: They have like a few spots up at the store and stuff, but I mean, most people are just at the pumps. Mm.
1: I would see like the sign and be like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom, Joel. We need to stop. Mm, I
4: don't yes. Know. Uh-huh. So on the way down, when we had our horrible trip down, I saw it and I was like, we are stopping there on the way back. And so on the way back, sure enough, I was like, I think it was like exit 144 or something. I was like, yep. And like, we'll be stopping there every single time now. Like it was that fun.
0: I wanna go to Bucky's.
4: I
1: know,
0: let's go. But if I see some That could ap- be a TRP uh, If I see field a jackass trip. park at the pump and not not pumping gas, I'm gonna get pissed.
4: <laughs> when there's a hundred pumps? Joel, Joel it, it won't matter. No, like I would say over a hundred pumps. Like that many. I wanna go.
0: Let's go. Well, maybe
4: I if you pass a Bucky's, I highly recommend stopping at it.
1: Field trip.
0: All right. Well, we'll
2: we'll see if we, <laughs> we wanna take a field trip. <laughs> let's, to- let's do a T- TRP from there. T R P field <laughs> We'll just sit the pump. <laughs> yeah, we'll just park we the
1: podcast at the we pump. We can
4: set up at a, yeah. We can set up at a pump. They'll never know because there's so many of them, and uh, we'll record. <laughs> oh yeah, we can
2: just set up in the back of my truck. We'll just uh, put a table back there and some chairs, and we'll yeah. be set. Okay, I'll
0: be I'll be feeling. Ex- no, Mm-mm. I can't do it. A pure conscience.
1: We can't, can't do, do it. a porn on the podcast. I, but I, can't, back.
0: I can't take a pump up. All right, switching <laughs> <your> gear. <laughs>
2: I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. It's princi- it's like against his DNA. It's
0: pure principle. Yeah. All yeah. right. So switching gears, have, uh, have, I want to talk about our New Year's resolutions a little bit, see if any of you guys have started any of that. I know it's early, but I have actually dabbled a little bit with my resolution. Um, On New Year's Eve. On New Year's Eve, I made uh, a brand new wing recipe, um, found a a new way to fry wings, uh, and I've actually made a homemade buffalo sauce, and I've also made a bourbon glaze that I put over top of a uh, pork tenderloin.
1: Which we've already, we already have a buffalo sauce that has been unique to us, but he wanted, you know, we love Hooters wings, and with the times that we're in now, anytime you get them to go, like they're soggy, they're disgusting, they're not sauced properly, now, so Joel, I, 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 now, hang
0: on. I don't be hating on all that. We'll have a couple of bad trips at Hooters Wings. I'm sorry. Hooters makes a pretty
4: good damn Wings.
0: Your Wings blew them out of the water.
1: That's
4: hey, j- just a little side note real quick. Before the pandemic, how much time did you guys spend in Hooters? Not a
1: time. I think we went twice in like seven years.
4: We took j- Okay. We took J's. You're talking about how great they are and stuff. Like, um, <laughs> you just we, go to Hooters every week. I like their wings. Like, <laughs> I like their no, we <laughs> had them to go. Wings. We I had them.
1: Them to go maybe twice.
0: I've been um, in. are just disappointing. Hell, I've been three times since the pandemic.
2: So. I haven't been since I was turning 16. I think on my 16th birthday, my parents took really? me. Really? Or my uncle took me or something. I don't remember. Honey, then- I think I've been once in the last decade, maybe.
0: Wow, well, y'all are missing out. Okay. Well,
1: anyways, we already had- a buffalo.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, that one- I'm <laughs> down. <Pride laughs> that's one I'll go on. Come on now. Yeah.
1: But we already had a buffalo sauce recipe, but this was something new that he wanted to try. One that already was using- another hot sauce but then additives to it where we have like the homemade one but he made these crispy fried wings with the buffalo sauce and it was like to die for so
0: I found this kid I forgot his name do you remember his name?
1: Nick D. Giovanni.
0: Yeah. So he's like a, The
1: youngest finalist on MasterChef.
0: Yeah. Young, young, youngest top five MasterChef, you know, or whatnot, something like that. Mm. Uh,
1: Excellent page. I would totally recommend yeah. watching his Instagram page. Me
0: and my boys were sitting on the couch and we were just going through and he had like, I just stumbled upon his page and he had like a compilation video where he was making like, uh, made a chocolate bar straight from co- the cocoa uh, seeds or whatnot. Mm-hmm. and uh, then he, he and we my boys made me watch the compilation three times but he wow. made, he made uh, um, fried buffalo legs and he used um
1: fried buffalo chicken legs.
0: God, what was he that he used? I didn't, I, yeah, I was fried was buffalo, buffalo, buffalo like the animal. Yeah. <laughs> like so you're
1: frying a, a buffalo leg. Damn. fryer. He's big. <laughs> <laughs> fried, <yeah>. Why have <laughs> we not heard about this
0: cook? It's huge. Yeah. But no, it's a fried buffalo chicken legs, and it just looks so amazing. It's so crispy. And what did he use? He used- um, So
1: first part of the, this was root the brine. Starch. Root starch. No, he used potato starch.
0: Potato starch.
1: But the first part is he brines the wings in milk and pickle juice. Yeah. Really tenderize them and kicker. Yeah. Great.
0: So let me get in there. So we, we, we couldn't, that's what he said. We couldn't find potato starch anywhere. So I ended up using corn starch, uh, for the wings. Funny story. (laughs) All this. So, um, anyways, I, um, Roll the wings in cornstarch. Never, never fried wings in cornstarch. I've always done flour before. But the the buffalo sauce, you know, had Worcestershire and onion powder and garlic. We did a whole stick of butter in there, and then a couple other things. And I used some packing heat in there as well. But I, we finished it off with Duke's mayo at the in end. In the sauce. In the sauce. Oh my god! Creamy, mm, creamy, creamy,
1: and in like a like a, a yeah. thick sticky sauce. It was so good. Yeah,
0: and there was a double fry method that I that I used. From, I I got it from this guy um, where he fries it for, you know, uh, just a few minutes, pulls them out, you know, does the whole batch and then puts them back in until they're floating and golden brown. And that double fry, dude, like, I don't know, it made it like super crispy. And uh, fantastic kicker on this. the first time when I was trialing this out,
1: yeah, the year of sauce. I'm
0: making this. The sauce is going great. Ba, 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 ba. I got the the wings are frying in the Dutch oven.
1: We had our nephew spending the night, so we have three boys here.
0: Yep, and then my my youngest, my oldest, comes downstairs. and goes, uh, Sadie just peed on your bed.
1: On our bed.
0: So she literally popped a squat right in the middle of my damn bed. I'm pissed. But so I'm, he's like
1: knee deep I, in you know frying the wings. So of course I have to go up there and investigate the situation. In the meantime, the kids are like, "We want mac and cheese with so our wings."
0: I had a <laughs> I had a pot I had a pot of mac and cheese on the side there. Drain that sucker out. Now I know she's upstairs. And I'm just stewing. I'm like I'm this freaking dog man. And I grabbed that you know pack of Velveeta that's in the damn box. And I'm just thinking to myself. And I'm start emptying that thing out. I'm squeezing it, squeezing it. Next thing I know, I had emptied the entire pack into my my boiling. Oil full of wings on the oh stove. Oh my God. <laughs> so, not even like a, li- not even like a little freaking. He truck. thinned
1: out the package. I was
0: squeezing the pack out, man. Just every I'd drop of fr- croissanting cheese right into that freaking oil, man. I was going
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I, Did like, you get the cheese the-
4: out and I have like some fried cheese?
1: Well, I clean up the mess and I come down the <laughs> stairs and I'm and like, it just smells like cheese in the house, like just straight <laughs> cheese. And I'm like, what are we having that's cheesy? And I'm so pissed. And, He's like scraping out the bottom of his oil pan. He's like, I got to start all over.
2: I, well, I got all the <laughs> there wings. There was
1: wings that had like cheese drizzle. <laughs>
2: cheese crust? I mean, that yes. was actually like it might be good. Did
0: that you is try what it? I
1: said. That's what I said. We're, we're going to do some cheesy wings. I'm
0: not going to lie. When I refried those w- wings with the cheese on them, they had, they were, the cheese was a little burnt, but there's,
2: there's something
0: to that. There's cheesy
2: cheddar wings. You could do it like a mozzarella stick crust. I don't know. Do like a a cheese and then like a breading around that and then fry the whole thing.
1: Mm. We're, I, we're doing something
2: well, we'll i know be, jeremy doesn't like food inside other foods but i think that's well a how it, you'd have to cook the chicken first, first. like because there's no it.
4: yeah yeah you'd have to get it to temperature and then like the reason those mozzarella sticks works is because the mozzarella is frozen and that's how you can uh like attach the um the 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 stuff to it so you'd have to like fully cook the wings put the mozzarella on freeze the whole thing freeze it with the breading and everything so it gets solid again and you have enough time in the deep fryer to heat it all back
0: up yeah that's not uh, what I'm, um, thinking. I'm thinking hot and fast. Well,
1: Wild Wing Cafe has their cheddar jalapeno, um, but I think and it's in the sauce, and it's phenomenal. I mean, like, it's really good, but I think that we could they, recreate that. But they
0: toss it,
2: though. They toss it in that jalapeno I shop,
0: like, so. I like. I like saucy. This is
2: the next bacon-wrapped Oreos I can yeah. feel. <laughs> cheesy yeah. wings.
1: No, cheesy wings. We're doing I, I'll
2: it. I'll take the viral hit. I don't care. I'll no, care. but yeah, I will yeah. say,
1: I took some of his um, buffalo sauce with the Dukes, that you know, that concoction, and put it in the mac and cheese that we made.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, good really stuff. good
1: stuff. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah, Buffalo Mac. <laughs>
0: so I, w- I won't go into all the bourbon glaze that I made, but I will say that, uh, you know, uh, I'm off to a good start. I'm actually starting to do the glazes and, and, and sauces and all that jazz. So, very good. And I, I do, next time, if we can all, when we all get together again, I want to make you these wings, get your all's opinion on them.
1: We'll do wings and beer. I'm looking
0: forward to it. Hey, we could yeah. do that
1: when Lou comes over.
0: So I got a, I got a. Oh yeah, yeah. wings and beer. So yeah, so something else is, is Stacy. You know how's the how's the sourdough going?
1: Well, I've got my equipment in. <laughs> I do. I got my equipment in. I got the proofing bowls and what do they call that little that thing that need that the thing? What's that stick? With the handle.
2: The stick with a pan, of, a s- limb, a spoon.
1: No, the thing that you like. So you got like your bread and then um. you like cut it in half.
2: Bench scraper? Yeah, a I, bench got a bench,
1: I got a bench scraper. I, I just got my jars in, my wet jars, so I can do my starter. Mm-hmm. So I have to have all the right equipment.
4: Oh, I don't like using jars for mine. Why is that? Oh, they're just hard to clean. I like to use a cambro.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I need to get some cambros. I don't have any, Thanks, but Jeremy. I did get the jars. So now we got... <laughs> yeah, now you're just delaying <laughs> me further. No, are
2: delaying it.
1: Matt uses the jars.
2: Yeah, I like the jar. I do switch it out. Is this the sourdough segment? Are we sneaking up on a sourdough segment uh, I think we I are. I switch my, let's, my let's, starter out uh, like roll. every couple of weeks into a fresh jar just to keep yeah. it from getting too gross. I
4: have two of like the two liter, the, like, the, like the small cambros with the lids and they're just super easy to, to change out the starter and clean out and stuff because like jars generally have like a ver- like a small mouth and so it's hard to like get Whoa. stuff in there and so that's why i like the Cambro. it's a lot wider open uh for me it's easier i can put like i can put my bench scraper in there and scrape it out if i need to um you know
1: way to make it more difficult will you send me a link to those <laughs>
4: um so flower water salt yeast page 49 oh no i'm just kidding oh, I'm <laughs> but it there, there, there is a list in that book of I've all got, the supplies you need
1: <laughs> i've seen that but i didn't think it had the did it have the what is it the six quart Cambro.
4: He had he uses the six quart for his starter because he does a very big starter. Uh, Cambro has like a two quart or like a two liter um, um, lidded container, and they're just like I like using the rounds. You might like the squares better. Uh, j- j- just look on Amazon and see which ones you like. You know?
1: Well, that's where we're at.
0: <laughs> we got we got almost all the equipment now.
1: Hey, I'm on a we roll. We can't start until well,
0: we get those Cambros. Okay.
1: No, I'm going to use the wet jar. The the wet the weck
0: oh. weck weck. Weck.
1: They're cool. And they're it's handsome. Like, it's, it's like one of
4: those ball jars, Joel, except like five times as expensive. Great. They weren't that
3: bad. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: They weren't that bad. And actually the reason I like them, man, we are talking a lot more about sourdough than I expected, but go. it's got a real big opening on the top, like what you're talking mm-hmm. about. It's as wide as yeah. the jar. Yeah. Yeah.
4: The, the ball ones like come in and like, it makes it really hard to get stuff in and out. Yep.
1: Yep. Okay. So yep. 2021 is here. It's kicked off some new things for you guys as well. Jeremy, carnivore.
4: Oh yeah, yep. The carniv- Doing the carnivore diet. Um, today the pod had to stop to go to the restroom. Yet, <laughs> um, I went right before the show. Um, <laughs> How
1: is "Don't trust your farts" going?
4: <laughs> um, well, um, I kind of got an alternate name for the group. Um, shout out to my sister Megan. She came up with this one: um, "A river runs through it." Um, <laughs> the alternate name. Nice. Um, yeah, it, it's going good uh, to date the podcast a little bit. We're recording on Saturday, the ninth, uh, this will come out in just a few days. And, uh, so nine days solid feel fantastic. Um, I was telling Joel earlier cause he stopped by to grab some stuff that like literally the only thing I can say about this diet is I wish I did it sooner. Um, it is so easy. Uh, you're not hungry, you're not tired. You got plenty of energy. Um, like the, the, the worst thing is that you have like weird bowel movements and stuff, but it's like, after you eat, you're like, Oh, gotta go to the bathroom and you don't miss like bread
2: or bourbon no
4: not really because like everything you eat is so fatty that it's very satisfying like of course at nighttime, i'm like oh man i want some ice cream i want a milkshake whatever but like you know you just can't um and like i'm accidentally intermittent fasting i'll go 18 hours between dinner and lunch the next day and like lunch comes around i'm not like oh my god i'm so hungry it's just like oh yeah yeah like Time to eat, I guess. Well,
0: I got to ask you that Uh, when we were over there, you gave me two pieces of of your dry-aged ribeye, which was phenomenal. But you gave me two two pieces of the only damn thing you were (laughs) going to eat the whole day.
4: Yeah. So today I made a, um, a Haltzman family meats, uh, prime dry aged ribeye. And, uh, that's like most of what I'll eat for today. Um, I pulled out a little bit of chicken to make tonight, but I mean, like, it's like, I think I have two small chicken breasts for like the whole family or whatever, you know, so I'll I'll have a little something later, but that was my main meal for today. Um, and that's plenty of calories. Like that one steak alone is, is enough for today. I think yesterday I had like 1100 calories total. Um, and like, I wasn't like like Joel. You saw me before I ate it. I wasn't like, oh my god, I gotta eat. Yeah. I was just like, oh yeah, I made the steak here. I'm gonna eat it for today, you know.
1: So when you say like, you know, I wish I would have done it sooner. Why would you or like how would you explain as to why someone should go on this diet? Is this like a kickstart to like weight loss or just kickstart to cle- cleansing out your system to feel good? Yeah, I mean,
4: everyone's going to have different reasons for why they do different things. Um, One of my big goals for 2021 is just to clean up my eating, uh, to eat more whole foods, to eat a little healthier um, to, to clean eat, prep my lunches, stuff like that. So this was my kickstart to the year to starting to do that. Um, and I thought this was going to be like a challenge and like get out there and like, you know, really light me up and all that sort of stuff. And like, it's been so easy. Um, that's, that, that's why I say, I wish, like, I wish I would have done it last year with, uh, with our potty mouth friends, uh, Paul and Spencer. Um, they did it for like 33 days last year. Of course I'll do it for 34 days so I can rub it in their faces. Um, you know, but, (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> it, it's such an it, like, it's so easy. Like I know, like as I go into it more, it's going to get boring because you can only eat like meat and right. like eggs and cheese and that's it. Um, but that, that, that easiness makes it kind of boring towards the end, you know?
1: Yeah. I Cause see, I like I textures. Like to me, I like like a crunch or like a, a chewy oh, or,
4: y- y- You want to talk about crunch. I had some Halteman family meats rind on bacon yesterday. So it has like a little chicharroni, a little pork rind on the edge of each strip of bacon. What? Talk about crunchy. I mean, like you can have like, like I can have any sort of meat I want. If I want seafood, if I want pork, if I want bacon, if I want a steak, like I can have any of that stuff. So like there's a lot of textures, but it's just like, it's all very heavy and very fatty. You can't
2: have like some potato chips or like just something you can't snack really. Yeah. I didn't even know they sold that, but I'm curious. So it's new. Yeah. Was coming off the sugar harder or easier than you thought it was going to be. So like, I'll I'll go into weight loss a little
4: bit with answering that question. Um, um, I am down about 15 pounds right now from Thanksgiving Damn, uh, because right after Thanksgiving, I was like, I need to start prepping my body to be like zero carb, zero sugar. So I started like over like the course of like, the month of December, I slowly cut out like all sugars and carbs and everything. So like, I actually started a couple of days early before like the new year and everything, because I was just like, my body's ready for this. Like, let, let's just go and get it done. So for me, there like, the transition was, was nothing like no headaches, no, no, like people, like if you stop, if you're the kind of person who pounds like a bunch of sugary coffees and drinks all day and stuff, and you stop cold turkey, like you're going to get, like a bad headache. You're going to get really sick. Um, so it's best to like wean yourself off slowly from that.
0: That's good advice because that's one thing about doing the carnivore thing. Like you're, that you're doing that would terrify me is the because mm-hmm. when we did keto, you know, I guess a year ago or whatnot, that was the only thing that was like, it was like, I legit felt like, a crack addict. I just, I was jonesing mm-hmm. for a freaking yeah. piece of chocolate or something, you know? And it was, and that's, and I, that is me from like sodas and energy drinks, candy, whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. I love, I love, yeah. I love sugar.
1: Now, once you transition out of this, you know, like if we, you know, say TRP trip to Hooters or Bucky's. I mean, like what percentage do you think? Cause I know primarily you'll want to eat whole foods. Are you up for having fried wings at some point? Like, or is this going to oh, be straight? Yeah.
4: 100%, like, a hundred percent like you know, like once i hit my goal weight and stuff um like i'd like to lose like another like 20 pounds or so um and that would put me like in a really good spot um i mean like you're talking like a 90 10 like if, if if like you know i don't there's no reason for me to go by myself to mcdonald's and just sit in the parking lot and eat chicken nuggets but like i want to save those times for like podcasts and like yeah. fun stuff you know um Louisville. you know Yeah. Like that's the goal is to like save those bad meals to like have with friends and have a good time with, you know, um, I don't want to be like, you know, oh, I gotta watch my macros while I'm out to dinner. You know, that's, that's just annoying. Now, can you Um, have jerky? Yes and no. Um, on our uh, trip back from Florida, um, I was like, hey, let's go hit up Walmart. Um, I need to grab some snacks for the road because I probably won't be able to find anything. Um, and so we go to the jerky section, which is conveniently located um, in the candy section um, of Walmart. So that <laughs> was fun. You don't need the extra temptation, right? <laughs> while, while I'm like three days into this. Yeah. Um, and every single beef jerky they have in Walmart has either carbs or sugars in it. Um, so I couldn't have any of them so what I ended up doing is uh, getting a carton of eggs and uh, some of the carrier gold uh, Dublin or cheese, which is zero carb, zero sugar. And I made uh, cheesy egg bites to eat on the road. And so that was my my snack on the road, uh, which was super easy to make and uh, and kind of consume on the go. Uh, but I, c- I can have beef jerky as long as it's zero carb, zero calorie.
0: And I do think that um, I know you had a question. Stacey. How
1: can it be zero calorie if it's meat, though?
4: I'm sorry, zero
0: carb, zero sugar.
3: Okay, okay. Yeah,
0: I, yeah, yeah. But I think that is a, a, a big key proponent to doing something like what you're doing is preparedness, mm-hmm. is yeah. I'm going to keep something that I can munch on. We
1: did that when we went to Indianapolis for ATA. The whole ride down, we had tuna fish packs. We had the pr- the protein shakes. We had um, all like-
0: Because at the end you of know, the day- some
1: salami and cream cheese. We had
0: um, yeah. at the end strawberries. The, at the end of the day, if you can just- Get your belly full with something. Think of it more like fuel than like a um, uh, treat. Then your body, you can get your body to forget about what well, it's trying to create. Yeah,
1: because like a oatmeal cream pie, you're just going to burn through fast. Mm-hmm. You're not going to feel satiated mm-hmm. off of that, and it just makes you crave more disgusting things.
0: Yeah,
2: um, disgusting. One th- I love oatmeal cream pie. <laughs>
1: disgusting
0: <laughs> yeah, right. for your health, I
3: guess you yeah, could yeah, say. Yeah, because
2: those, those are those are good.
4: Yeah. Uh, one of the big things that most of the literature on this diet will tell you is like not to snack. Have, like, you know, how, how, have however many meals you want to have in a day, but don't be snacking between the meals. And like, they'll, they'll tell you most people settle on two meals. And that works for me also. I'm not, I don't like to eat early in the morning anyway. So I have like a nice big lunch and like a nice dinner. And that's it. There's no snacking in between those meals. Um, I was able to find like these like beef stick things at uh, Costco yesterday, and zero calories, zero carb, like all whole ingredients and stuff. Like they're really like good like you know clean source of uh, protein and everything and and friendly with this diet and so like yesterday for lunch i had like you know like seven fried eggs in um in pork lard with some magnum on it and then one of those beef sticks and like that was like the meal i didn't spread it out because like they want you to eat at the meals to get rid of snacking yeah which that's always been like a problem of mine like i'll i'll sit down on the couch at night and like eat some ice cream or some chips or whatever and like i love doing that and it's horrible for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, last thing I want to talk about with the with this new you know this carnivore challenge thing, um, electrolytes. Um, yeah, what kind are you taking, and how do you do it? How many times?
4: So, um, uh, shout out to Paul, the alpha instinct. If you guys are not following him, go check his page out. He's incredible. He has been helping me a lot with this. Um, we, me and him talk uh, almost every day with, with, um, with this cause him and Spencer did it last year and he was like, dude, get electrolytes, start taking electrolytes from day one. That way you don't put yourself in a bad place. I know, uh, Spencer got himself in a bad place last year cause he wasn't taking any. Cause what you don't realize when you're on like a whole foods diet is that there's no added salt. To anything you're eating, and your body needs salt in your muscles. Otherwise, you're gonna start cramping or start feeling horrible. So I did start taking an electrolyte uh, supplement. Um, it was just something I found off the shelf, zero carb, zero sugar, electrolytes. It's like BCAAs also, which I don't care about, but it's just something that's in there. Um, and so it's uh, you know potassium, uh, sodium, all your electrolytes that you'll need uh, to function throughout the day because that's the one thing like every extreme diet, whether it be carnivore or vegan, it's missing something because it's not encompassing like the entire food group. And this is what this diet is missing.
0: That's freaking rad, man. Have you done the, uh, what's it called? The bulletproof coffee?
4: It, uh, where you do called? the butter yeah, and all that yeah, stuff. I know the, I know no, the that doesn't, on that. yeah, that doesn't interest me at all. Um, it's gross to uh, me. <laughs> yeah, like I, I get like, fresh roasted coffee sent to my house like every couple weeks and I grind it fresh every morning and make a black cup of coffee and like I did find out early on because like I'm still like I'm still having coffee on this because there's like no calories in black coffee and stuff and you are allowed to have some dairy if you like dairy in your coffee Um, I found out early on that drinking like 10 cups a day like I I used to um, is not good for the digestive system when you don't have any fiber in your diet Um, so little pro tip there (laughs) I bet.
1: Now the electrolytes is this like a flavored powder that you mix in with water? Yeah.
4: yeah, you just mix it in a shaker cup with some water and drink it up and stuff. And like it has like that zero calorie like fake sugar crap in it or whatever. So like I was like hard wanting like something sweet the first couple of days. And then I started drinking this like once a day. And I was like, ooh, like it's tricking me to think I'm drinking something sweet. But like I'm not actually drinking anything sweet. Like you a know? berry flavor? There's no sugar in it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I think they're, it's... It tastes sweet, but the reason it's zero calorie, if I'm remembering correctly, is because your body can't synthesize it, so you Mm -hmm. just pass it straight through. You
4: just pass it straight through. Like stevia? No, not even stevia. It's just some chemical compound that tastes sweet, but your body can't do anything with, and it just Mm. passes right through you. Are
1: you doing Mm. that once a day? Yeah, um...
4: If this was summertime and I was working outside a bunch and stuff, I'd probably be doing it twice a day. But uh, with it being wintertime and like I'm not sweating a bunch all day, even though my job is very physical, um, I'm just doing once a day. And so far, that's been
0: um, been all I've needed.
1: Now, how's Ty, you know, accustomed to this? Yeah,
4: because
0: she's used to you cooking some big, boisterous, badass meals like I'm still
4: cooking like regular, like whenever I make like some meat and stuff, like for dinner, like I-, I normally cook dinners and stuff is what I do. Um, so like, um, say I'm making like pulled pork. Like we were, we heated up some pulled pork the other night from, cause I-, I, I prepped for this diet a lot. Uh, so we heated up some, uh, li- li- like a vac sealed pouch, like a pound of pulled pork. um, I had twelve ounces and like she had four ounces, like you know, like it was like the split like we would normally do. Um, and then I just didn't make anything extra. And the same thing, like if I cook up some steaks, like yeah, grab some asparagus, I'll throw it on the grill for you. Like no big deal. There you go. Um, so it's been been pretty simple. By the way, uh, like how I cook and stuff.
0: Right oh, on, man. Well, dude, that's all the power to you, man. Like that's. Uh- that's to me, this it, what you're doing seems very daunting, and I think it's badass that you are kicking his ass. You can put that in your book, Somehow I Managed, coming out in 2022.
4: So, actually, like, I, I'm thinking of writing um, like a separate book uh, about the carnivore challenge. It's going to be called uh, uh, Carbohore to Carnivore <laughs> with a question mark on it yeah but i'll still have my my sleeves rolled up and like on the cover and stuff You Perfect. know like hand yeah. on
2: the hip right yeah,
4: yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> just like that <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's let's take a break and we get back we're gonna hear from our producer mr barbecue about a little something he put together for us uh for the 2021 month of january it's been a lot of fun so far so stick around we'll talk to you on the other side
2: Thanks for sticking with us through the break, everybody. Uh, So something that I guess it's sort of like a happy accident that has happened. So back when we were talking to Brittany from Bob's on the Bourbon 104 episode, uh, one of the things that she mentioned that was like a good way to really like get in with your local liquor store clerk was to be a regular customer. And specifically, she said, I want to see you coming into the store while everybody else is doing dry January. And to that point, I had never even really heard of dry January. It was just, you know, I I knew what it was just based on it, but I didn't realize that was something that people actually did. So I started to do a little bit of research on it. And turns out a lot of people just take the entire month of January and don't consume any sort of alcoholic beverages at all. So it could be either like just to prove to themselves that they could, or maybe it's like for health reasons and, you know, just like a lot of things, people just do it to challenge themselves, similar to the carnivore diet, I guess, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Something I thought would be cool is like, what would be the opposite of dry January? And so I threw up a quick story on Instagram and I was like, hey, you know, what if a group of us got together and instead of not drinking at all in January, what if we just drank every single day in January? <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, several people hit me up. They were like, yeah, that sounds like it would actually be a lot of fun. So I was like, well, let's call it dram January because a dram, you know, if you look it up, it's a very small port it could even just be like a taste. So it's not like you're getting trashed every single night, but we put a, a group of people together. There's been several folks. A couple of the guys from the squad are in there. Uh, Cheeky and uh, and Brad. Brad are both part of it, and then of course uh, Joel and Stacy. You guys hopped in, and then we've got you know some some I've actually met people through Instagram that I didn't know before. We're all in this group chat together and we're talking about strategies, what we're going to p- be picking, what we're going to be drinking, sharing tasting notes, stuff like that, and it's grown into something that I never anticipated. You know, I always say that bourbon is more fun with friends and that's yeah. that's what's happening here. Like in a weird way, you're every night you're getting together with buddies and and drinking bourbon and sharing tasting notes. It's great.
0: It's been Fantastic. And I will, but I will say, everyone's got their own strategy with this thing. Like me and Stacey are just kind of like off the cuff. Um, What
1: "What do you feel like tonight? Yeah.
0: What do you feel like? What do you want to do? You know, we're kind of all over the place. Whether with you, dude, you uh, actually spilled out a a spreadsheet and we're like, (laughs) and you've got some purpose. But you got purpose behind your your pores.
1: We're digging around our cabinet and we're like, which one do we feel like tonight? But I
0: will say, like through this whole group, which which, I'm sorry, which could get like, Dicey. Well, towards the end. Towards like, did we have this one already? You know, yeah,
1: we'll have to look back. But like, what's really <laughs> cool about it is because like, so like Eric Born, just born cooking, is on there, and um, Will um, hooked on barbecue,
0: mm-hmm. and stuff Anonymous like that. So b- on. all
1: all of us are from different regions. So so Will's from New Jersey. Eric is actually local to us. He lives in Sevierville. Um, but he's from Wisconsin. And so a lot of people are doing stuff that's local to them and different kinds of bottles. And we're coming across some. Some scenarios where, so last night, for instance, TBSQ had, what, what was it that he drank? TBSQ had something and he was like, I am not a big fan of this and I'll revisit it. Oh, it was 17, it.
2: 92. Yeah, 1792. age 12, it was the age 12 years bottle, yeah. Yeah.
1: So we're kind of learning, like some of the ones that people are like, "Yeah, you gotta get one of these." Okay, write it down on your list. Okay, or maybe this one you might want to
0: skip. But
1: it's, everybody's compiling these lists, and it's it's been really
0: it's eye opening. What's so fun about this, Matt? Where well, I'm not trying to take over your
2: dream of January? No, no, no. This is a group so, effort. Go ahead.
0: What's been so fun about it is you're getting to know all these people's palettes. Like I didn't know the TBSQ, the Aaron, like. The notes he's putting in for his bourbon tastings—I mean, like he's pick—he's got a good palate for this for this stuff.
1: Yeah, Joel's been reading them, and he's like, "Dang!" He's like, Aaron, a- "Aaron's tasting notes, are He knows what he's yeah, saying."
0: So, but it, and also learning like what—I uh, like your impression of me, by the way. Um, <laughs> also, like <laughs> bottles that you think are good. I have a small wiener and other. <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> you're about to, never mind. Uh,
4: <laughs> you're about to find out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just how small it is. <laughs>
4: just
1: kidding, he does not.
0: Uh, just general uh, Yeah, look like, you're just digging a deep, deeper hole, making me look worse.
1: <laughs> you're going to be digging a hole.
0: <laughs> very shallow hole. So, uh,
1: <laughs> Tight. I'm sorry. This you is so bad. Better. This, this is this this so terribly bad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I <never laughs> have children out of there.
0: Welcome <laughs> back guys. We're, we are here on the TRP <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um, did you start your dram a little early today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. This is tonight's pick. Yeah. We're sipping on some <laughs> Buffalo trays right now, but, um, but yeah, no, it's like, so like one thing that we started off with was the old Fitzgerald nine year. Yeah, you came out swinging. Came out swinging. It was New Year's Day. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know I was super amped about this bottle. Stacy loved it. I did not. Well, I thought it was a giant letdown. We're typically
2: on um, the same. I wasn't same surprised page. by that at all. Yeah, uh, because Joel, something we've talked about on the show is that you and I have sort of moved past weeded bourbons at this point, and Old Fitz is a weeder, so it didn't really surprise me that you didn't love it. I'm yeah.
1: interested in you trying it though, Matt.
2: Yeah, I'd and like Jeremy.
1: to.
0: It's what, 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 what lets me down on bourbons is when something's got such a beautiful nose on it, you know, and I'm just like, you know, nose croissanting the, you know, what out of it. And uh, (laughs) then I taste it and all that just goes like a breath, like a breath in the wind. He's
1: lying. It is such a well-rounded bourbon. It's so good.
0: I, it just, it, that's that's what I'm getting at. This was so good about this dram January. We're actually paying attention to all the pours we're having, being intentional on different pours every night, and yep. I'm finding out a lot about myself and my bourbon tastings.
1: So I will say, you know, I've been a little bit reluctant. On my personal page, which I'm about to hit 500 followers, so I'm going to need a few people to come on over to That Reload Wife. Um, I'm followed by a lot of, like, my kids, um friends moms and like a lot of mommy groups and stuff like that. And so I've been a little reluctant about sharing it on there because for one, I don't feel like I want to be judged as own it an Elkie. Um, oh. to me, this is a craft. This is a hobby. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because you look at the people that like your posts and it's mostly men I'm getting a lot more men followers. Well, You got a bag
0: drinking bourbon. I mean, come on.
1: But I have <laughs> had a few girls that are whiskey drinkers start following. Um, But along the process of the posting, so like, for instance, the last couple nights, I just really haven't felt like drinking. But in the dram January, you know, as we are handling it and taking the pictures, in order for me to do my notes and to do my post, I take a couple sips, I get it out there, and then I post about it. So I'm not like just taking it to the head, drinking heavily every night. Not that I feel like I need to justify that. But tonight, I told Joel, I was like, for the the podcast, I'm like... I'm having a few drinks because I wanna, I wanna partake. But it's yeah. typically just a, I'm gonna touch it to my lips a couple times, get my taste out, get the feelers out there. And uh, I've already,
0: um, I've already put in my application for an AA, the local AA meetings. Oh my gosh, whatever <laughs> for February first,
4: <laughs> uh, uh, February first, yeah, right, yeah, February first.
0: Yeah. I gotta get through this month,
1: we've <laughs> so, gotta get through jam January.
2: Joel, you said that you're you're doing unique pours every night, and I am also doing unique pours every night, but I didn't want that to be a barrier to entry. I was actually talking to Brad from Chili's and Smoke at the very beginning of this thing, and he's like, man, I don't think I have 31 bottles. And I was like, so let's just do it where you're not doing the same pour back to back. But it's funny because it has turned into unique pours every night. For everybody in the team, yep. And uh, the ones that don't have thirty-one bottles are using it as an excuse to go and get additional bottles.
0: (laughs) I know, dude. They are.
2: Yeah. Let's not talk
1: about the giant ass box that you brought home from Jeremy's house today. (laughs)
2: Damn straight,
0: Jeremy. I love you so much. I mean, like, oh, so so, like that was. Anyways, moving on. We talked about that that was exciting.
1: That was exciting. Um, and we've also, I don't know, can we talk about that over there, or is that?
0: Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, we've Go done some trade Z's
1: amongst the group yeah, and little stuff little, like little, that. Little, Shout little, out,
0: Travis. Little, little bottle swaps, man. So I've got, uh, can't, we? I want to have this with you guys. I know you're pissed about it, Matt, but I did got- Did you
1: tell Jeremy about it yet?
0: I don't think I did.
1: Jeremy, you know what we got our hands so.
0: on? Hey, uh, hey, hey, let me, let me show him. Let me show him. I, uh,
2: all I'll say is that Travis is getting me one, too. I already Ooh, talked to him
5: about
0: it. Yeah. Well,
4: Travis really wanted some. Oh my of- gosh, can I get one? I don't know what it is yet. Can I get one? Oh, I see it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I already know what it is. I already know what it is. Yeah, you, Early to-
0: Early times, bottle and bond. Yeah. Shout out, Travis Backyard Barbecue. It's not in our market, but we were able to get our hands on it through some bottle swapping. And He
1: drove all the way up from Texas. I
0: haven't cracked it yet. I've got two bottles that I... Um, want to crack when we're all together one is that experimental bottle of Chattanooga we uh, got from Father Far here mm, and yep. then it's this guy right here so
4: in, in one of my bourbon groups on Facebook yesterday they uh, some guy was talking about there's like some liquor store just over the Kentucky border that has early times and like I mapped it and I'm like hour and 20 minutes that's only two hours and 40
0: minutes and I can get some early time <laughs> oh that's really not isn't that, isn't that crazy that we're willing to drive that far for a take yeah you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But what's crazy too, guys, is, you know, I got this bottle of early, early times, bottle and bond, because um, I can't get it, but he can't get OGD. 114. So guess what he got? Uh-huh. Ah, so I t- opened up my one of many, many bottles so many cases. And I know. saw
2: you trying to take credit for 12 of my OGDs on Instagram, though. And I called you out on it. You're like, did. I got 24 of these right here. I was like, 12 of those are mine.
0: Come on, man. I imbe- <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, they're in
2: my possession right now. So <laughs> <laughs> He's flexing. Yeah. I
4: was
0: flexing. But on.
1: yeah, I- and I- it makes me really happy, though, because like I really want to emphasize, guys, support your local stores. Support them. Yeah. Stop going to the liquor mart. Stop going to the total wines Dude. as much as we love them. And we want to save a few dollars in the long run. They are hooking you up with the better bottles. And Bob's has really been pulling up the strings for us. They have really, you know, we've got our friend who wanted two cases of OGD 114. Bob's was like, oh, yeah. I'll get it for you in a week.
0: I turned somebody else onto that. Our,
1: fr- our buddy. Yeah. Our buddy, Danny. He said, I want to, we had him try it. He said, I want two cases of it. Called up Brittany. Brittany's like, I'll get it for you in a week. You got it.
2: Yep. So, one of my favorite things, I started, Joel, you said I've got this spreadsheet with all my pours, and that's true. I started off, and all of my pours are organized by the rye percentage in the mash bill. So, all of my first, like, week was weeded bourbon because there's no rye. It started off at zero, right? So, like, yeah. the first five different pours I had were all Weller. And one of my favorite thing was everybody commenting on those posts and saying Wellers, hashtag Wellers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Brittany opened we up a can.
2: Going. I uh, tagged Brittany, and I was like, look at what you did. Look <laughs> yeah. at <what> you did.
1: <laughs> I mean, she did.
2: People are listening, and people are paying attention, man. But yeah. we
1: love Bob's Liquor. You know, if you guys are listening from Knoxville, I know a lot of you are, go to Bob's Liquor. It's right over there on Kingston Pike.
0: I want to say this. When I went and picked up those two cases of OGD, the one for us and the, the one for Matt, and I picked up, all those other bottles we got, you know, and I'm gonna like, say the price tag that I sp- we spent in there, but I felt like a boss. They were calling, <laughs> I'm, not just you know, Brittany was there, you know. Yeah, we, Brittany's one of our best we, friends. We got one of our normal banter, but the other people were calling me because I got I got a bottle of Elijah Mr. Light lighter. Elijah Craig, 18 year. Yeah. They're like, Mr. Licklatter, you know, he, would you like us to help you with this? Mr.
2: Licklatter, Mr. Licklatter. I'm like, uh, walk me the fuck out the door. Let's go.
1: <laughs> and he's in his iron worker clothes. when
2: you were uh, getting recognized for being on TV.
1: Yeah. And he's like in his work boots and like his paint-stained <laughs> yeah. clothes. No, I have, je- I have my jeans
0: on. Okay. He
1: okay, pulled out my, the fancy I jeans. Have, I have
0: my Wranglers on. I look decent. Yeah. No, day. but
1: I will say, you know, the day that our podcast came out with Britney, they were playing it over the in, over the speakers in the store.
4: Yeah. yeah, I was in the store listening to it. I was like, wait, that's me. Listening <laughs> to our F-bombs and all that
1: stuff. Yeah, Joel's talking about coochies and stuff yeah. like that. But. No,
4: so so I walk in there and they're like, yeah, there's like a little bit of cussing. I'm like, yeah, who does that? And I was like, wait till you get to the part at the end where we're like sniffing the glasses. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's a little bit of cussing and you're like, yeah, I know. I'm one of the hosts.
3: <laughs> I know. Yeah. I
1: know. But anyways, Jeremy, you just went to Bob's and made a, a nice little pickup.
4: I did. Um I cannot drink this month uh doing the carnivore uh no booze allowed so I guess I am doing dry January the worst of sins. Mm. But you still um, supported bobs. Yes, I did. Uh so m- at my house my um my my bottle problem is getting out of hand. I have way too many bottles of bourbon can help. all around the house. Um what's that?
1: We can help with that.
4: Oh, can you? Oh, thank you. That's so kind. We'll come over. Um so I decided I'm going to build myself a little bourbon bar. And the, the best way for me to do that is to, uh, get a bourbon barrel and make a little bar out of this it, you know, so cut charity. a door in the front of it, put a shelf in the middle, have bo- bottles on top bottles inside. Uh, so I, I contacted Brittany. I was like, Hey, I know you, say so you got some barrels up there. Can I come check them out? And she's like, Hey, yeah, yeah, come on in. So I stopped by there, uh, take a look at their barrels. She takes me to the back and, uh, I walk in, they have a Buffalo Trace barrel. I mean, the big, the, the Buffalo on the side of it, it's gorgeous. She's like, you can't have that one. Okay, okay. <laughs> next, next to it, it gets better. Next to it, there's a William LaRue Weller <gasps> barrel. W.L. Weller stamped on the side, gorgeous. She's like, yeah, you can't have that one. I'm like, all right. All right. Next to that one, there's a Blanton's barrel from their Blanton's store pick. She's like, yeah, you can't have that one. Uh, she's like, there's a there's a maker's mark that's missing the top. Do you want that one? I was like, no, I, I really don't want that one. It's uh, broken. Do you want it? They had eight or nine barrels, though, so I was able to go through them, and I was able to pick out um, one of my favorite distilleries, a Wild Turkey Russell's Reserve Barrel pick, uh, the barrel from that, from oh, Bob's. Yeah. So I was able to get a wild turkey barrel. Uh, Joel came over earlier, got to see it. has wild turkey distillery, bourbon whiskey stamped right on the top of it. Uh, it's super cool. So oh, I'm excited to grab that one. It
0: smells like he he cut the hole out already. <laughs> I can see yeah, the, doors. Ch- the char that's inside mm. the, the barrel.
3: Mm. And it yeah.
0: smells amazing.
1: That's a good barrel to have, though, too. You know, like that's a good, yeah. qual- it's not like you're like picking up some iron root, hairbinger Harbinger Harbinger? Harbinger Harbinger like Harbinger. barrel like that's that's a legit bottle and that's a legit barrel, I so hope, that's pretty cool.
0: I hope somebody from Iron Root listens to this podcast one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they reevaluate their life and yeah.
4: quit the bourbon industry. Yes.
1: <laughs> hey, we'll come up. We'll come up and do some tastings for you and help steer you in the correct direction. That's right.
4: What's this we? I don't want to go to Iron Root and taste their bourbon.
1: <laughs> hey, I just want to go to Texas. I've never been.
0: TRP field trip.
1: TRP <laughs> field trip. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, one of our, um, what should I say? One of our, uh, squad? buddies, He's a squad member,
0: family, come on now to the show. Not only uh, is he
1: part of the reload squad, not only is he one of our friends, not only is he part of dram January, um, Chili's in smoke. Uh, you guys know him as that we know him as Brad, Brad pros. We're going to get him on the line. He's got a cool thing, a cool project that he has started and we want to talk to him about it. So let's go ahead and give him a, a buzz.
0: Hey hey, what's up, bro? Be rad. What are you doing, man? Be rad. <laughs> Be rad. How's it going, guys? <laughs> I'm calling you that from now on. <laughs> Be rad. <laughs> Be rad oh, and smoke. <laughs> so, dude, we we were just all talking about um, the things we've been doing since 2021 happened.
1: Dram January. Dram
0: January, which you're a part of. All that jazz. Ah, dropping books, and then you know, you know, Jeremy with his carnivore diet and all that stuff, but. Something that we were all just talking about with you, dude, is you, uh, you've hit the road fast and hot, man, I'm done killing this, whatever, but you started a YouTube channel. Hey, yeah. <laughs> and, and one reason why, one reason, shut up, Jeremy, one reason why I'm caught. Call- like a lick lighter introduction. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all can kiss my ass. All right. So now, uh. One reason why we're calling you too is because you were kind enough to include a little bit of Reload in your first inaugural recipe on your YouTube channel. So tell us about it, man. I, and I want to ask you this too. Why did you decide to go with a YouTube channel over just doing IGTV?
5: Cash money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess well, that's a good point. Well, I'll, I'll start with why did I do YouTube? Because um, I know you asked a lot of questions, but I think for me... Really, being able to create more content um, that I can use across other platforms is probably the best route for my future. And YouTube being the second largest search engine out there, I mean, it's just it's a no-brainer for me that I really just needed to kind of make the step in this direction because I can still use this information and put it on Instagram. I could put it on Facebook. Write it for my blog and then I can embed all these videos and clips that I'm shooting along the way and use it for everything else. So um, rather than me just focus on making content for a photo that kind of dies on the vine on Instagram, I could spend a little bit more time and have lots of content that's evergreen that I can continue to share year round. Um, I I just think YouTube is a a really great platform for that. It's also a lot of work. (laughs) That's why I was I was preparing a long time to be ready and have the right equipment and kind of the right mindset. And 2021 January 1st is when I uh, launched the intro video, just kind of set the tone. And I mean, it's it's been a lot of work. <laughs> Thank God, my wife's on board. Well, we've kind of <laughs> we've kind of created a schedule and agreed to something so that I can continue doing this. So. Um, you know, we're, we're both very excited about potential of it. And and yeah, like Stacy said, you know, down the road, creating an income stream from it's going to be a big deal too.
1: Well, Something that I have to add is, you know, reload rub and seasoning stemmed from us creating a YouTube channel. Joel and I created our YouTube Mm -hmm. channel. Obviously he was the face of it, home cooking hunter. Um, that's how we have built um, to the point of us creating the seasoning was the YouTube channel. And what's so great about it, yeah, it is more work. But now we go back seven, eight years later, and we are able to look up the recipes that we cooked years ago. Not only do we learn from it and how much, see how far that we have came, but, you know, hey, we want to cook up some teriyaki stir fry. Boom. We have that catalog back there. You're providing value. Not only are you showing a, a photograph of delicious food. Okay. That's great. Lucky for you. You know, I'm super jealous that you're eating this delicious meal, but (laughs) with a YouTube video and especially yours, because you took the, the time to actually put the recipe out in the description, but you're providing value. People can go to that. They can reference it and say, you know what? I want to make some uh, smoked Franks and beans. Click that video is always there. They can click on it and they can make it and they can enjoy it with their families. And that is, that is how you change lives.
2: Yeah, Brad. My only complaint with the video is that you didn't call the dish beanie weenies the way that you should have. <laughs> but other than that, it's great. Highly recommended.
5: No, yeah, so so that that decision was solely made off of SEO. There were way more franks and bean searches than beanie weenies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, dude, that that's that's where sort of like you know you Matt and Jeremy, you guys have that that leg up on that kind of stuff like. Me, I'd have been just like, best beanie weenies ever, you know, or something. Yeah, some we're shit. winging it. <laughs> when, I, when I say best ever, that, that's what they're going to click on. But
1: me. honestly, though, that's what YouTube does is, and, and when you are walking somebody, like you, if, if anybody hasn't checked it out yet, go to Chili's and Smoke on YouTube. You can search um, his YouTube channel. Go ahead and subscribe because he's got some weekly recipes coming out. Well, uh, I- but you can go on there and... At your fingertips, step-by-step, step, he tells you exactly how to perform the recipe of this badass picture he's posting on Instagram. Yeah.
0: You did a really good job, Brad, of, of breaking down what you were going to need, how you were going to use it, and and then showing people how it was done in the finished product. I mean, I still, Brad, I still get people from my old YouTube channel and even this current one, videos that are years old that still find it and are like, this is great. Or thank you for doing this. You know, so you, like what Stacey was saying, you are providing a value that's going to last a long time as long as you keep it up.
3: You
1: have to hold people's hands and like really go detail to detail the detail because if not, they're going to ask every question in the book. And that's why we appreciated your video.
5: <laughs> no, thanks. I, I look at it and it was just the first one and, and I debate uh, I always question myself, too. It's just like, did I talk too much? Did I not talk enough? Did it move at a good pace? I've gotten a lot of good feedback. Um, I've got some constructive feedback, too. I understand, like, you know, people want to get into the food fast, you know, so there's definitely some ways I'm going to kind of tone um, tone that down and make sure that I continue to remain focused. But, you know, people have always gathered around me because I'm trying to dive a little bit deeper into why and uh you know what those special ingredients are and i think something big for me is just making sure that i share with people how they can make food for themselves Mm -hmm. rather than just having to stick with my recipe and that was the reason why i did choose reload because you know to kind of loop it back to the beginning with joel when he was asking you know why did you guys use this you know i just want to make it simple and say like hey guys Just use whatever barbecue sauce, you know, tastes great. Use whatever rub tastes great. This one, double action, tastes great for us because I'm feeding it for my kids. It's not too spicy, so I didn't have to use, you know, pack and heat. Um, And and double action is a really good general rub that you can use in so many dishes that, of course, it's going to taste good on little Smokies. I mean, come on. (laughs) That's that's right, baby. Brad, it would taste good on a turd. That's right. I know. <laughs> well, Not that I'm eating turds. Well, <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> well dude. So one uh, one thing um, that I'll say, and I'll, I'll let you uh, tell us where we can find all this stuff and let you get off here, but is I was watching the video and I looked at Stacey. I know it was your first one, but I looked at her and I go, these are only going to get better. And like- even the little like kids thumb up, thumbs up at the end. That yeah, was that, that, that was that was so good, man.
5: <laughs> oh my gosh, my son Braxton, the older one, um, his other arm was uh, broken. Otherwise, he would have done two thumbs up. But uh, he <laughs> has been he has been dying to get into a video, and I was like, "All right, buddy. Well, you know the rules. I'm not going to show your face, but let's work it into this." So. We went through like ten tries, and he finally got that one. <laughs> so, it was so be, good. <laughs> he's so proud. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Yeah, I crushed it, Dad." We
1: understand. We have two boys ourselves, and they're both like, "We want a YouTube channel." We want. They they love to get into our cooking videos, and a lot of times, you know, when Joel's doing his stories or we're doing videos, we I tell him, you know, okay, we're gonna be quiet while we get this done, and Joel's like, "No, let him." I mean, it's real life. That is like yeah. what they want to be a part of that's the family that we've got going on and just, just let them do their thing. But that thumbs up. And then when you like took a bite and you're like, sorry, and <laughs> those were like <laughs> cute little quirks that made the, the video
0: interesting. You're so. off. You're off to a good start, buddy. And uh, Thank you You did a really good job, but tell everybody real quick where they can find you and how they can subscribe to your YouTube channel.
5: Yeah. So if you go to YouTube, look me up Chili's and smoke Chilies is C H I L E S like the uh, chili pepper. Um, I'm very active on Instagram, too. If you want to DM me or message me any questions, I'm always happy to chat about food or bourbon or Reload Rub, whatever you guys like. <laughs> I right. uh, want, want to leave you guys with a quote from uh, Happy Gilmore about <laughs> eating pieces of shit for breakfast.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh. You eat pieces of shit for I, breakfast? He calls it only, oh. only with Reload Double Action That's right. (laughs) Hey,
0: I'll take that compliment all day. So, all right, brother. Well, thank you for coming on, man, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.
5: This sounds good. Thanks, guys. (laughs) See you, Brad. Thanks, man. Bye.
0: Brad's chili and smoke, everybody. (laughs) There he
1: goes with (laughs) his bullshit. (laughs) All
0: right, right, I
1: think it's time to take a break. When we get back, of course, we are not abandoning Rapid Fire and Reload recommends. So, stick around to the break. And we're hitting it with Jeremy
0: On the other side
4: Welcome back, guys. We are going to jump right into your favorite segment. The reason you've sat through us talking through all this catch up, this entire episode. Reload. Wait, no, rapid fire. <laughs> you, you, you're, you're gonna cut that out anyway. No, so, we're um, keeping that. Um, That's in. You're Dang. gonna overlay it with uh, with Joel's Rapid Fire Questions. Anyway, <laughs> we're, we're doing a segment, so here we go. <laughs> Let's go, Stacy, Joel Matt. All right, guys, the first question is gonna be a little bit different. It's something we have not done before. I am going to describe a movie to you and you have to name that movie. What? Here we go. A man's wife is brutally murdered by a serial killer and his son is left physically disabled. In a twisted turn of events, the son is kidnapped and the dad has to track and chase the kidnapper thousands of miles with the help of a mentally disabled woman, Stacy.
1: Evidently, I've never seen this movie.
0: Is this like okay? <gasps> is this taken part Goal. part six? Is there six of them? I don't know. What's it sounds answer?
1: like Breaking Bad, six? but uh, Breaking Bad uh, didn't kill the wife. This is a movie, Matt. Taken number two.
4: Uh, the movie was Finding Nemo. <laughs> Finding Nemo. <laughs>
1: um, why is this son mentally disabled? He has no. The, Dory
4: the, is mentally, the, mentally the disabled. G- Dory. A mentally disabled woman. The son is physically disabled. Oh (laughs) yes. (laughs) All right, next question. A bourbon that you are looking for in the year twenty twenty one. Stacy,
1: William Larue
4: Weller. You said it was overrated. Weller
1: Special Reserve. Like what I
4: said. (laughs) <laughs> Dem Weller's
0: Joel, what is on your shortlist for this year? I would love to at least try Thomas Handy.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, luckily, Stephen has it,
0: and luckily, my brother-in-law has it.
1: And you want to know why yep. I want to find he William Leroux Weller for Matt?
2: Hopefully, it's to give it to me. It is. Yeah, A
1: thousand percent.
4: Awesome. Hey, so uh, quick tip. Don't leave it on his doorstep at 4.30 in the morning. Um, <laughs> Come out guns yeah. blazing.
2: Matt,
1: I hate <laughs> to Wait, tell you, quick tip. but if I get my hands on it, <laughs> it's not going to be a surprise because I am not going to leave it on your doorstep. Yeah. Unannounced.
0: It's also going to be cracked yeah. with about a third of the bottle gone. <laughs> That's <laughs> yes,
1: okay. absolutely right. Here, look what I found <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> Matt, what is a bourbon you're looking for this year? It's got to be William LaRue Weller. I mean, so one of the things that I've tried to be... It's going to be tough, but I want to be more intentional about the bourbons that I buy this year. I don't want to just pick up something because I see it and think it's interesting. I want to pick up something that I'm actually looking for or something that I've been wanting to try. So there's there's a short list. I'd also really like to get that early times. I know different ends of the spectrum there. William Leroy Weller is like way at the top and early times is towards the bottom. But yeah. $1,000, $20. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want them for different reasons. Uh,
0: small rabbit hole on that too. Um, outside of allocated stuff, I would love to find some new riff. Old riff. Oh yeah, it's no, good, man. New, new and old. I, I want to try some riff. I'm is not... it
1: called old riff or new riff? It's new riff. Why did new I riff. call it old riff?
0: I didn't. I, I was. I felt. I felt insecure at the moment. And uh, <laughs> when you said old, I Everything just went with you. Perfect. Like, is there an old? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Everything in bourbon is old. Old Fitzgerald, old granddad. Everything's old, so it's like New Riff.
2: What the? Uh, New Riff is cool. Uh, continuing down the rabbit hole, they're actually distilling their own bourbon, which is uncommon for new brands. Uh, and yeah. I'll say it's totally unique and really delicious. I, when I posted it on Dram January, uh, I had several people either send me messages or comment and say, oh, yeah, that's made in my hometown. So where some local prize too somewhere in kentucky i don't know i'd have to look the thing is though
0: i have never heard anything bad about it people in the uh the bourbon underworld have really been talking about new riff this year yeah yeah now
1: isn't chattanooga whiskey
0: What's <laughs> the most epic swirl
1: <laughs> isn't chattanooga <laughs>
0: stacy's over aerating her bourbon in her glass
1: <laughs> isn't chattanooga whiskey now weren't they outsourced before but now distilling their own
2: yeah, yeah. They started off sourcing their stuff from MGP and now they're doing everything. Like all the stuff that they've gotten awards for, the 111 and the single barrel, that's all been sourced in Chattanooga. Or I'm sorry, oh. distilled in Chattanooga.
1: Yeah, they're, they are onto something. So,
2: yeah,
0: 100
4: There's, there's a, there's a whole episode on uh, the Bourbon Pursuit podcast where they interview the guys from Chattanooga whiskey and they go into their whole story and stuff. And it's because the laws in Tennessee wouldn't allow them to distill. Yeah, no they had to to cra- It's a crazy changed. story. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good story. I need
0: to. I, I gotta listen to that one. All right, sorry, Jeremy.
4: Move All right, super long, bur- uh, super long bourbon hole there. Hey, um, here we go. All right, guys. Next question. This one's gonna be a true or false. Carbs are the enemy. Stacy, true. Joel,
2: false. 100%. Matthew? Uh, false. Without carbs, you don't have bread, Club. No, wait, what is no. Th- well, you don't have bread. Or something. <laughs> what? I, I don't know what either of those things are you're talking isn't, about. There, isn't, so.
4: isn't
0: the friend... Let's move on. The friend of my friend is, an in, is my enemy? <laughs> or something. Anyways, go ahead, sorry. Forget
4: it. Anyways, when the asteroid that killed all of the dinosaurs hit the Earth... It spun the flat Earth, flinging all the dinosaurs into outer space. How likely is it that space dinosaurs will visit
0: us in 2021?
1: Very unlikely, although that would be pretty cool.
0: Okay. Okay. It's a 100% guarantee space dinosaurs are coming as well as aliens are coming out of the ocean. Uh, It's going to be an epic battle. Um, they were confirmed last year. Yeah, yeah uh, I
1: would well, love to befriend a Triceratops. What's gonna,
0: well, what's going to happen is the space dinosaurs are going to try to freaking invade. And the aliens are going to come out saying, I don't care if these humans are ready or not. We're whooping some space dinosaur ass, and they're going to save us all from Apocalypse.
2: So is, now, theory, is the one not, that comes out of the ocean Godzilla and the one that comes from space Mecha Oh, Godzilla! <laughs> well, Godzilla. Godzilla was hibernating
4: under the ocean until he was woken up. But Mecha Godzilla is when uh, they used the skeleton of Godzilla and built a frame around it and brought it to life. Oh! So that they could fight the other um, other creatures that came out. Yeah. So
2: confirmed, Godzilla is coming this this year. Hell yeah! Space Godzilla. Yes. yes. Yeah.
4: Yes. Got it. Yes. Cool. What is the most southern word you know? Example: Yanked. A contraction of y'all and eight. Stacy. Yonder. Hmm. Good one. Yonder, Joel. Worsh.
2: Worsh. I'm going to wash my clothes.
4: Worsh them up. I think Matt had to wash some clothes recently.
2: <laughs> Matthew? Uh, far, as in I need somebody to come lot my far.
4: <laughs> I lot far, my far. Far. That's a good one. <laughs> far I like far. it. <laughs> what kind of headphones do you use in your day to day? Stacey,
1: I use my LG headset.
0: Cool. Yep. Same here. Dope. LG, LG Bluetooth headset. Got to. It's the one that goes around your neck, and you uh, you know you got, you pull the things out. Ear- earbuds. Little, yeah. Little, yeah. And they little zippy zippy. Yep, yep. They retract back in. It's a, It's, a, it's a, I feel, very, I feel naked. Very naked. nice.
2: Matthew, uh, I just got these ridiculous AirPods Max. Oh, no, no. my uh, God. God. I've seen those.
0: Of
1: course you
2: croissant Wait, 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 oh wait, 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 wait. Why are those Good AirPods? God, they Mac. look
1: like earmuffs.
4: They're AirPod Maxes. Yeah, they're the Max. It's they... not
1: a pod.
2: It's the Max Don't ask pod. questions, Stacey. It's you can't the make heads or tails of these things.
4: They're earmuffs. <laughs> I was asking that because someone commented this week about my, my, my headphones. I use the uh, the, uh, the Power Beats at work, but then I use AirPods in my leisure time. So you I know, do know, have you guys some are Power Beats. Of course. Of course, Matthew. Of course. Hey, they work well
2: and they sound great.
4: I'm sure they do at 549. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright. What is the best part of living in Switzerland? Stacy.
1: Never lived there, but if I could guess, I would say the cheese.
4: Okay. Joel?
2: Um. Yeah. I don't know. Cool. Matt? <laughs> it's gotta be the meatballs, man.
4: Oh, that would make good. Okay. All right. Uh, well, the flag is a big plus. Going on to the next one. <laughs> when in a water balloon flat fight, is it cheating to either use boiling water or to freeze the water solid? Stacy. When is it cheating? Is it cheating to either bo- use boiling water or to have frozen solid water?
1: Yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah, that would hurt. What the
3: heck? It's That's terrible. Still
0: water. Peace. Now no. no the uh, that's bullshit. It's kinda of the same premise as using uh somebody in a snowball fight and making ice balls. It's a it's a bullshit move. It's a game.
4: Well well ice and snow are two different things, but this is still water. I mean come on now. It's frozen It's
0: like throw it o- or boiling. It's, it's boiling. <laughs> Or a boy, you could do every other one to kind of even it out. Yeah, okay, that's pretty good. So, bust you in the face with an ice ball, and then let's throw some blisters in your in your on your eyes with the boiling water. Okay,
2: sounds fair. I think Matt, she- if you can figure out the logistics behind getting boiling water in a water balloon, you should yeah. be allowed to use it. A funnel. It's a funnel. <laughs> Without burning your hands,
4: you use gloves. Come on, now. What is this, kids?
0: Yes,
2: it is.
4: <laughs> yes, it is a child's game, actually. <laughs> Anyways, that brings us to the final question of the evening. Are Reloader Ups the greatest seasoning of all time? Casey. Yes.
0: Is my wife working oh. on a solid buzz?
4: Yes. She certainly is.
0: Matthew. Yes, of course. Yes, of course. And that brings us to the end of Rapid Fire Questions. Over to Joel. That's right, guys. It's time. It's time for a brand new year and a brand new Reload Recommends with yours truly. We've got some uh, badass things we want to recommend to you that we think are cool and awesome. So that being said, let's roll straight into this. Reload Recommendations. Recommendations from below. yeah, baby. It's time, guys. New year, new Reload recommends. We're going to get this thing kicked off. We're going to jump straight in with Matt, because I can't wait to hear what he's got for us. Going to Stacy, Jeremy, and then yours truly for last. So,
2: Matt, what you got, brother? All right. So, this week for Matt's music, I have... It's sort of another cover song. I know we had a lot of... Uh, uh, Response whenever I did the Judah and the Lion uh, yeah, cover of great. the Tom Petty song. So, this one, it's like a reverse cover, if that makes sense. So, I don't know if you guys have heard this song called God's Country by Blake Shelton. Yeah. yeah. But they're, uh, one of the writers of that song is named Devin Dawson, and he uh, actually released the song as it was when he envisioned it before Blake Shelton released it, you know, and. Mess it up. And in my opinion, I don't love a lot of Devin Dawson's music, but this version of this song is great. One of my favorite things is it's called God's Country, and it's talking about the area that we live in, the southeast. And if you listen closely, you can actually hear cicadas in the background of the song the entire time. So it's a little bit nostalgic. It just reminds me of of summertime in the south. So here's a a few seconds of God's Country by uh, Devin
0: Dawson. And we put it back in the plate Guess that's why they call it God's
2: country I saw the light in a sunrise Sitting back in the 40 on a muddy riverside Getting baptized in holy water And shine with the dogs running So, yeah, uh, be sure to go check out the playlist on Spotify. If that wasn't something you did last year, you should make that your New Year's resolution for 2021 is to go listen to Reload Recommends on Spotify and check out all the music that we bring to you every week. So there you go. What's up, Jeremy?
4: While I was down in Florida, uh, I was at my cousin's house and we were listening to the Reload Recommends playlist on Spotify in his house because he has it all Is a smart house and stuff. And so I tell him, I'm like, "Oh, I picked out one song on that list," and he looks at, it, he goes, "Yep, I know which one." I named it off immediately. <laughs> you picked out to <laughs> check out the list. I, I did, cool. and then I remember because my other one came on. But he, he he saw the first one. He was like, "Oh yeah, yeah," like that's your song. Don't and trust a house. Which one did he know? Uh, don't trust me. Okay. And then, uh, and then the other one came on. I was like, oh, yeah, I picked this one,
0: too. I love the second one you <laughs> I just did. just thought, thought it was fun.
4: That, that no,
1: players. but that God's Country song, I actually played that for Joel um, a couple weeks ago. He was taking a shower. and We usually like to listen to music. I'm getting ready. My
0: body looks like God's Country.
1: Yeah, so we're, like, listening to music. I'm getting ready. He's in the shower, and I play it. And he was like,
3: what is this song?
0: It was, yeah. It's good, man. It is good. That's, I mean, and another song that Blake Shelton covered. Um, from a local uh, Knoxville native is Dave Barnes God Gave Me You mm-hmm. um, I was been li- I listen. me and her listened to that song it we was, used to
1: go to his concerts we, every year
0: yeah it was a, the song was in our wedding um, so I was listening to that song a year before Blake Shelton ever got a hold of it mm-hmm. and uh, so it's cool that well he's covered two songs now that mm-hmm. uh, got the G.O.D. in it that's right that's right Hi right, Stace, what you got, honey?
1: All right, so I'm actually going to recommend a Spotify playlist. So um, something that Joel and I, you know, we always have strived to have family meals. So our new house, we have this 10-foot island, um, and we also have a dining room. So we try to have our meals at the dining room, but there are times where we have it at the island as well. But something in the past that we have done is played a little bit of music. We had went to a friend's house and had some dinner one time years ago and they were playing like classical music at dinner and it was really enjoyable. So the last few weeks or so, I started playing a playlist from Spotify while we would eat dinner. Oh no, you're
0: cheating on us.
1: Okay, so it is called Instrumental Covers, Modern Pop and Classic Favorites. So it's songs like... I mean, it's got like Cyndi Lauper and Journey and Sugar. What is it? Maroon Five and um, any
0: any like big song, you know, from the you know two thousand. The
1: Cranberries. I mean, any like who's that? Who's that gay guy? And, uh, Careless Whisper. <laughs> who's that guy again? I forgot his name. I've had too much buffalo trace. Uh, Boy George. <laughs> what? Do, Wait, da,
0: it's not boring. No, oh my gosh, I can't gotta
1: think. have faith, guy. What's his name? George George Michaels. Marcus. Okay, so music George like Michael. that, and they they do an <laughs> instrumental version. So it's whether it's an acoustic guitar, piano, <laughs> or an orchestra or violins. It's songs that you know and recognize, but instrumental. And we played it while we've been while we've been eating dinner, and it's so calming. Like you have a nice little pour, and you have your dinner, and then you have that music playing. It's recognizable, but calming. And least we've been enjoying it. Like, I've been listening it's, to it in the shower.
0: It's really nice.
1: <laughs> I, I recommend. Sorry, I go told. go find this playlist <laughs> and told. listen to it. It's great. It What's it, it called one more time? Yeah. Instrumental Covers, Modern Pop and Classic Favorites it's by nice. Joseph Sullinger. So, it's, <laughs> I've got quite a bit of followers on there. But we just hit it on shuffle and we listened to it. And it's, it's cool because there's songs on there like... Um, Yellow and other like oldies songs that are done instrumentally that I never like. Like I would change the channel normally if I heard the song on the radio, but like the instrumental version, well, like we, Sugar by Maroon 5, I'm like jamming a, out. You
0: ever hear a song and you think the lyrics are stupid as shit, but you like the beat. So this is kind of what that is. kind of yeah. helps you out with that.
1: So go check them out on Spotify. Listen to it. Try, try some dinner music while you're eating dinner just put some music on. That's I'm right. telling you, it's really kind of cool.
0: Now, speaking of gay dudes, Jeremy, what you got, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that
4: introduction, Joel. I have what I think is probably my, my greatest recommendation. Uh, Stacy. this is probably even better than Avatar The Last Airbender. Jeez. She'll be pleased to hear. Uh, but there's a little bit of a story to it. So um, are you guys all familiar with T-Roy Cooks on YouTube, the YouTube channel? No. T-Roy's no. cooking in the kitchen, backyard drinking. No. No? No T-Roy cooks? Nope. Anyways, a nope. uh, large YouTube channel, about 400,000 followers, uh, great barbecue guy. Um, it's just important that you know his name. Okay. t so, cooks. So, I am scrolling through some memes last night, um, as I do, uh, while watching TV, and I come across this meme where this guy's like, oh, I wanted to uh, try some diet recipes, so I was looking up diet recipes on YouTube, blah, blah, blah. I found this recipe... Um, haven't made it, but the comment section is absolutely hilarious. And the comments were like, um, it's 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 like this like soup that you make, and like you're you just like crap and fart a lot. So I was like, a river runs through it. Like this is great for like you know stuff. So the, the comment section on this video are hilarious, and it's an old T Roy Cooks video. This barbecuer he makes this soup, and I'm, it's called the uh, T Roy Cooks Peel a Pound Soup. And I'm going to recommend you go to the comment section. And just read the comments because they are the funniest thing ever. (laughs) I'm just going to randomly pull up the video and, uh, and look at some comments on here. I don't even know what I'm pulling up yet. Um, here we go. My father ate this for two years and all that's left is his glasses. (laughs) Honestly, this is the most efficient diet soup I've ever eaten. Now that I've blown a hole through my pants (laughs) using the toilet is quick and easy, uh, I started this diet and lost 125 pounds, but no one told me the 125 pounds would be my wife. She couldn't handle the constant stream of ass gas coming from me. <laughs> Piel pound soup has claimed another marriage. There are thousands and thousands of comments just like this on this video, and it is the best thing ever. I'd recommend uh, watch the video or not. Just check out the comment section because it is the funniest thing. I was laughing my ass off last night reading these comments. What was the video again? It is T-Roy Cooks. That is the YouTube page. He has 327,000 followers. He is a fantastic barbecue guy, but it is uh, how to lose 15 pounds in seven days with peel a pound soup. So I looking at T-Roy Cooks soup. <laughs> it will be the first one. I'm looking at it. It has like it. seven, eight million views on it. It is absolutely incredible. That
0: You're going to need to eat. If you make this, that soup, I'm, but just by looking at it, you're going to need to take some Beano Ahead of time. It's
4: like he goes through it. It's like this old, like 1920s, like hospital, like lose weight soup with like cabbage and stuff in it. And like you burn more calories eating the soup than actually like what is in the soup. <laughs> and uh, everyone's like, yeah, but he doesn't tell you you're going to burn the calories on the toilet. Like um, <laughs> straight far coming out just, your ass. It's a good time, good clean family f- friendly fun there. I'm right. sure
1: it's not clean and pretty pretty it, dirty.
4: So if you want to, no, it's not. Yeah, don't, don't do it with your kids. If
0: you want to have a good laugh? Go check that out. I'll be doing that probably tonight while we're watching Virgin River. So <laughs> my, <laughs> my re- it's a new show on Netflix. Don't worry about it. All right. So <laughs> my recommendation is a gift that uh, Stacy over here got me Sugar for pants. Christmas. Sugar Pants got me something good. And it's a product by Aged and Ore, and it's a portable decanter. And I'll pull it out here so you guys can look at it. So so a flask? No. Decanter. So it comes in this aluminum shell that unscrews. Ow. Sorry, my hand. Unscrews in the middle. All right. So then now we've got two cups, and it's this beautiful hand-blown glass Right here, I believe it holds about 350 mls. it's got a cork on top of rubber cork, yeah,
2: so that's like, fine pop. yeah, so if you
0: are uh I'm anxious to use this because I don't want to use, use it in the house. I want to take it somewhere. Uh, but if you're going out, what I like about it is this this um this hard, the cups, the stainless steel or aluminum, you bought it. Uh, I'm not sure. Anyways, it's got you know a metal metal case that goes in that you can actually use as cups as well if you're in a pinch. But if I'm going over to someone's house and I don't want to lug a whole bottle over there, I can bring you know get myself a few pours. If we're going on a hike, going camping, it's rugged enough that it, it'll you know if I drop it, it's not going to break the glass and everything. And uh, it's sexy too. It, it feel, everything feels really good.
1: So like a lot of times we'll go camping or hiking with my brother and sister in law and. You know, if you want to bring a nice pour, like, we we hiked Mount Leconte, which is the highest peak in the Smoky Mountains. Um, we've brought, you know, you want your pack to be light. You know, you'll bring wine or your, you know, your nice digestif up in, like, a plastic flask or something like that. Because you don't want to have trash up there. You don't want to carry a glass bottle, something that's breakable. Even if you're going to, like, pool, hiking, camping, whatever. But who wants to put their nice... Bourbons in a plastic ziplock or something like that. So what is perfect about this is it's encapsulated by the aluminum or stainless steel cups, but yet you're putting your bourbon in a nice piece of glass, and then when you open it up, you've got two cups to enjoy to enjoy your pours. Now
0: I will say that I would rather not drink out of this, the out of the canister itself. I, if I'm taking it somewhere, if I'm going to someone's house or something, I'm probably gonna you know bring a couple of nice snifters or whatnot. But in the woods. I would drink out of this, you know. I would have me a nice pour, and you know, if this was, po- you know, pre-COVID, I would probably just pass the damn decanter around. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah,
1: pre-COVID, we'd all just. But it's about a pound. A swig.
0: It's about a pound. Uh Sure. When you fill it up, you probably be about two pounds, so it's not crazy heavy.
1: It's five hundred mLs. Five hundred. Wow. That's half a liter.
0: So and it also has a nice O-ring when you screw the two, you know, pseudo cups together. Um, it's got a, a nice O-ring in it. So if you were to drop it in some water or something, it's not going to fill up and, you know, sink to the bottom or whatnot. So that's my, uh, that's really cool. that's aged in ore. Stacey, where it's is It's
1: hand blown it? glass. We said that. And it's stainless steel tumblers.
0: Stainless steel tumblers. So w- tell everybody where you bought that, Stace.
1: Um, you can get it aged in ore.com. Um, I saw it first on the bourbon pursuit, um, Instagram page, but aged dot ore, com. Um, it's called their travel decanter. It's 58 bucks, but it is so freaking, it's so cool.
0: Yeah, it's sexy. So check that out. So, all right, guys. Well, that's about the end of the show. But before we leave, before we, uh, something, something new we're going to be doing on That Reload podcast is Jeremy is going to be providing us with one last little segment. And Jeremy, I'm going to let you take that away.
4: All right, guys, we're going to try out something new this week. If you like it, we'll keep it around. This was recommended to us by our friend of the show, Lou Blues and Barbecue, and we all loved the idea. So we are going to do a French word of the day. All right, guys, this week's French word of the day is mise en place. And I need to pull it up on my phone because I didn't have it up. <laughs> it, li- it literally means uh, putting in place or everything in its place. It's commonly shortened to the word Mise. Uh, Let's do your Mise. And it means prepping all of your ingredients before you actually start cooking. That way you don't get yourself in a bind. You don't accidentally burn something in the pan because you're trying to chop vegetables or something. It means putting everything in its place, getting prepared. That way you have the best experience cooking. So get your Mise done. Mise en place. I actually knew what that was. Is it
1: Mise en or Mise and Place? Mise en. Mise en place.
4: Okay.
0: that'll That'll say and in France.
1: Okay.
4: Yeah, it's not a French word. That's an English word. So,
0: so.
1: thanks. Ba-da-ba-ba.
0: Well guys, th- this was a this was a good <laughs> <laughs> this, was a, this was a good uh first episode back in the twenty twenty one year. Uh good seeing your faces again, good catching up you know, and being with y'all and whatnot, but we're going to hop out of here. We're going to exit now. We love you all. We thank you guys for listening. If you're uh, listening to this, subscribe, do it, do it right now. That way you can listen to that reload podcast anytime, anywhere. And we'll see you guys on the next show.
1: See you next Tuesday.
0: This podcast is brought to you by reload rub and Seasoning. Head to ReloadRub.com to pick up the full arsenal of our delicious blends, perfect for amping up your next meal. No MSG, clean ingredients, and a portion of every sale is donated to Hungry Heroes, serving those who serve others. So head over to ReloadRub.com and order yours today. I'm probably going to screw it up three or four times, so.
2: Just so, so it's like, just like normal.
0: normal. Like normal. That's okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah, well <laughs> hey. Mm. 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 We're gonna cut this out.
2: Probably. Yeah. This is a break right now. Oh, you're no. talking about someone in the house.
1: Yeah. No, we gonna- <laughs> yeah. We'll just cut that out for now. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's not. That's gonna be really awkward.
4: I need to run to the restroom real quick before we uh, <laughs> go back to it. Of course you do. No. No. no like you feel it, and then you're like, uh, I should probably just go. <laughs> yeah. It's not like horrible, but. I'll be right back.
2: <laughs> now I don't remember what I was going to say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Shoot. Or I, or I can take what I was going to say.
2: Go ahead. Go ahead, Stacey.
0: You're going you're gonna to shit a brick when we listen to this podcast again. You start, When you start talking about my dick sorry
2: <laughs> it was and perfect then the, the hole that you dug and it was shallow and tight
0: <laughs> sorry
1: <laughs> I mean, when the opportunity presents itself that's I can't the,
2: that's the cold open right there
1: I can't skip it <laughs>
2: yeah. oh. if,
1: the op- if it, if it
0: po- pops into my head I can't oh. skip it no matter how embarrassed I might be